Hi everyone, this is Adam here. Welcome to a new episode of our podcast, Stop Smoking the Only Way. My main goal in this show is to debunk all the myths about smoking and to help you realize that you can quit easily. In each episode, we will cover different aspects of smoking to give you enough courage and confidence to take the leap and become a non-smoker for the rest of your life. This show is for you if you're either a heavy smoker, an occasional smoker, or even if your loved one is a smoker and you want him to be free of cigarettes. Why should you listen to me, you may ask? Well, I smoke 30 cigarettes on a good day and 40 to 50 on a bad day for close to 10 years. And I have been a happy non-smoker for nine years now with one goal, to help smokers all around the world to quit. In today's episode, we're going to cover the number one reason smoker never quit. So if you ask any smoker, why don't you quit? They'll come up with a bunch of reasons, but never the one I am going to reveal today. So you'll hear many times smokers say that they don't quit because they don't want to. That's a complete lie. Smokers tell themselves they don't want to quit cigarettes because they've tried and failed before, probably several times, and they don't want to admit it. But smokers, especially heavy smokers, know it's bad for them. They're not, you know, they're not dumb people. So they've heard all the bad things that could happen to their health. They know it costs them a lot of money. They know that their clothes stink. They're always anxious to be in an non-smoking environments such as cinema or catching a plane or spending hours in a meeting because they keep thinking about cigarettes so they they definitely want to quit smoking they just don't want to publicly admit it um, and others will tell you that it's lack of willpower so let's pause for a second here there are a bit over 1 billion people who smoke around the globe. The globe, That is one every seven people. And for some reason, all of them have one thing in common, no willpower. That doesn't make any sense. Among smokers, we have all professions, even some professions with high stress, like doctors, lawyers, bankers. So these people are able to deal with a lot of you know hard decisions making hard calls every day all day long smokers can change countries go through marriage or go through a divorce change job go through the pain of lose of losing a loved one and um most of them are strong-minded people they just they were just not able to quit the nicotine trap, which is perfectly designed to make you a slave for, for life. So they, like we talk about smokers as people who have no willpower, but that's absolutely not true. Um, another reason we often talk about is the dependence to a powerful drug. So it's true that cigarettes contain nicotine, which is a really powerful drug. Um, the UK Royal College of Psychiatrists uh, ranked 
drugs based on three factors. Um, first one being harm to self, second being harm to others, and the third dependency. And believe it or not, nicotine was ranked third just behind heroin and cocaine. Um, and so um, the good thing is the study also said that nicotine was far less physically addictive. Um, so that's why maybe we don't uh, hear about it, like we don't usually put it at the same level as heroin and cocaine. But so ex-drug addicts uh, that go through rehab uh, from heroin and cocaine, they suffer extremely painful physical withdrawal effects. By physical withdrawal effects, we mean here that they sweat, they can't breathe properly, they feel extreme pain, extreme headaches, they can't sleep, um, and much more like really painful stuff. Let's be honest here. Um, when I was a smoker, I never woke up during nighttime because I, I wanted to smoke so badly, you know. Um, if one night I didn't have any cigarettes on me because I couldn't buy them or I forgot that I didn't have some at home, like I, I would definitely struggle to fall asleep. But once I did, like I usually slept okay. Um, I just would wake up in the morning and like first thing I would do is to go buy cigarettes, but that's it, you know, like I'm not going to be sweating the whole night and bang my head on the wall and uh, um, being in extreme pain. So, um, so yes, the nicotine is a powerful drug, but like it's just on, in your mind, it's absolutely not physical, um, at least not enough to make it impossible to quit. Um, so let's cover another aspect here, a funny one. So um, smokers, uh, you will all often hear them say that they love the taste of cigarettes and that's why they don't quit. And that's, of course, is complete bullshit as well. Um, I laugh now when I remember my smoker days because I used to say it all the time. Um, and I think I... I almost convinced myself that I loved how cigarettes tasted and smelled. Uh, and I used to love that, uh, that feeling in my lungs when, when inhaling. Um, but deep down, I knew I was lying. Like, you know, you can, you can lie to anyone, but you cannot lie to yourself. Truth is, we hate the taste. That's why when you smoke, you always need to have, a, you know, either a a sugary drink or some chocolate or coffee or tea just because like you hate it so that's why you need something with it just remember also your the, your first puff like how you coughed when you had your first cigarette and how hard you try to appreciate it and um oh by the way that that feeling we all love when you know when the smoke enters your lungs it's called suffocating so that's, that's your body rejecting whatever you're inhaling. And for some weird reason, we like it. Maybe just because we like that nicotine's effect on our brain. So we associate the nicotine to that and we love that feeling. But it's, it's like we shouldn't. Like we absolutely shouldn't love it. Um, 
but yeah so it's yeah we feel that way just because nicotine is a drug and we're satisfying uh we're satisfying the drug's needs um i think we can we can say that chocolate tastes good and flowers smell good but definitely not cigarettes they taste horrible and they smell horrible um so one uh let's yeah let's go through another reason here uh even like yeah smokers come up with like uh, uh hundreds of reasons why they don't quit but let's just cover another main one um it's that it's impossible to quit so well that's probably the biggest lie of of all the reasons we heard just so both both smokers and non-smokers keep nurturing uh, this lie about how hard uh, quitting is and that only super beings or people with extremely high willpower uh, can do it but the truth is there are millions and millions of people who have quit smoking since it was created so even if we if we only start counting from the 1920s when we have lots of data millions millions have quit smoking according to uh, usnews.com 1.3 million people quit smoking every year so that's far from impossible um, you were just not probably not l- as lucky as me and millions of others who uh, found the holy grail in their freedom quests um, like for me it was I found the, the book, Alan's Car, uh, Alan Carr's book, The Easy Method to Stop Smoking, and that changed my life. Uh, like, I didn't have any, you know, um, I, I wouldn't consider myself with extreme, like, uh, high willpower. Well, at least I could now, but I, I wouldn't consider myself at the time like that. And I'm definitely not a super being, or I was just luckier than others, I guess luckier than you if you're smoking and listening to this um so now that we've covered all these fake and false reasons that smokers come up with when you ask them why they don't quit uh, let's talk about the main reason why they don't so it's simply because all smokers think that life without cigarettes is not worth living Every smoker thinks that he will never be happy again without his or her best friend, the cigarette. And um, so let's just quickly cover why, why smokers think this way. It's, it's usually because of previous failed attempts. So every smoker has tried to quit smoking at some point or... Maybe if he hasn't, he has been forced to not smoke for a long period of time. Long period of time being, you know, more than, I don't know, maybe maybe a day or half a day or more. Um, it depends on, on each of us, but it could be hours for some or days for others. But because of how awful and miserable a smoker feels during these periods of abstinence, uh, we are deeply convinced that life without cigarettes is, is horrible and, and that will be miserable. So if you've, if you've ever tried to quit cigarettes and failed, 
you know that the first hours or, or even the first days that you feel terrible all the time. The only thing you could think of was to smoke. Every time you saw a smoker with a cigarette in his hands, you were craving it. Every time you smelt that unique burnt smell, yes, like you were craving one. So you cannot imagine living your life again without it because that's all you can think of when you're trying to get rid of it. And also, um, if you've attempted to quit and failed, you know that during that time you were very, you know, irritated. You were angry, moody. Uh, your friends and relatives or, or your partner hated to see you like that. And I remember like I was so irritated I guess when I when I was trying to quit before reading the book that my partner at the time um, like used to to tell me just go back to smoking like you know you're, you're horrible like this like just yeah just keep smoking like even if like two days before she would push me to quit but then yeah just after one or two days of quitting she was like yeah just go back to normal like you're an asshole like this just just go back to to what you were doing um so if you're like me, you've, you've also experienced uh, during an attempt to quit that days go by, but you still feel something's missing. And like, you know that something missing is the nicotine and cigarettes. And it's not like if you're, you were heartbroken or, and, and you like you couldn't go back to your ex because she doesn't want you anymore. She got remarried or he or she, I guess. Um, but, you know, in this case, you know what's missing from your life and you know exactly how to get it. You just walk down the street to the closest tobacco shop and buy a pack of your favorite brand of cigarettes and you're back to it. In just a few seconds, nicotine is going to hit your brain sensors and you're going to be happy again. Well, at least uh, you're going to be happy for a short period of time because as soon as you've satisfied the nicotine's needs, uh, you're going to beat yourself up because you failed again. And because of that guilt and sadness, you're just going to instantly give up. You might, you might wait a few hours or, or even a full day before the next one, but you're going to have a next one and then another one and then another one. And then smoking has one again. And now um, we convince ourselves even more that life without smoking is unbearable and miserable. So I guess, yeah, when you think about it, even, even if we might die 10 or 20 years earlier, well, at least we're going to enjoy our you know, reduced life. <laughs> and I like, I guess, yeah, it's completely understandable. Like if I had to choose between living 60 years happy or 80 years miserable, like I'll choose 60 years anytime. But are we really miserable without cigarettes? Nah, no, no. Life without smoking is really amazing. Um, it's, it's 10 times more enjoyable, actually. Um, so do, do you really think that all 
your non-smoker friends aren't happy? Come on. Come on. Let's not be silly here. Even if you you'll find that many ex-smokers will have cravings when they are like you know when you're having drinks with them, they will say something like, "Oh, I would kill to have a cigarette right now." But you know, that's that's just during that moment. They they don't tell you about all the other days and all the other minutes and hours of of their life where they're happy just to be free of the nicotine monster you know and and those are just uh, like you know a part of some like part of ex-smokers in the world like that's not all of them like some ex-smokers like me never have cravings again because like i quit with the right method and it all started with reading Alan Carr's book, The Easy Way to Stop Smoking, which is the book I read nine years ago. And then I changed my life, my habits, and even my, my way of thinking. Um, so yeah, don't trust me. Life is more, 10 times more enjoyable without cigarettes. Like I've never been as happy today and like these last i'm definitely much happier these last nine years than i was the 10 years before when i was smoking because i never have that guilt anymore so and if you want to hear more about my my journey and how i managed to to become a happy non-smoker uh you can also listen to my other episodes uh, of my podcast to learn more about it and i hope you've enjoyed today's episode and if you have please leave a review and thank you for listening and i hope to see you soon for the next ones